Welcome to How Do You Keep Well, the podcast that explores the diverse dimensions of well-being and guides you on your journey to living life well. I'm your host, Jaye. Thank you for taking time to tune in today. I believe discussing and exploring topics related to well-being can lead to transformative changes in us as individuals as well as our communities. It can empower us all to make positive choices. And I am on a mission to find out how people keep well. In this podcast, you will discover practical tips, expert insights and inspiring stories to help you unlock your full potential and cultivate a system for living life well and thriving. Are you ready to embark on this transformative quest for well-being? Let's get started. Welcome to another exciting episode of How Do You Keep Well? I'm your host, Jaye, and on this journey of self-discovery and growth, we would explore the vast realm of well-being. How do you keep well? That's the question burning in my mind, and I'm sure you're curious too. Well, fear not, because I'm here to be your guide on this exhilarating quest to uncover the secrets of living life well. Keeping well is more than just a passing trend or an answer to a passing question. It's not just a goal to be achieved and forgotten. It's a way of life. It's the quality of life you lead as an individual and collectively as a community. It's an ongoing system that is unique and it empowers us to be the best version of ourselves. So let's get ready to embark on a transformative journey as we navigate the paths of well-being enriching our minds, our bodies, and souls. In this opening season of How Do You Keep Well podcast, I'll be diving deep into the dimensions of well-being. I like how well-being is referred to as a state of being healthy, happy, and satisfied with one's life. I know it encompasses various dimensions of life, including our physical, emotional, social, intellectual, and spiritual aspects. Well-being is not just the absence of illness or distress, but it is a continuous state of positive functioning and optimal health. It is often associated with feelings of contentment, purpose, and meaning in life, as well as positive relationship with others and a sense of accomplishment and personal growth. Achieving and maintaining well-being requires attention to all these aspects of our lives. And each of these dimensions play a vital role in shaping our overall well-being. Together, we would explore all of these and find new ways to enhance our lives. For this episode, we will talk about three aspects of well-being. Our well-being at work, our physical well-being, and emotional well-being. I'll be exploring what to look out for in a workplace well-being program also get you to start thinking outside the box when it comes to physical well-being and also questions for you to reflect on to gauge where you are with your emotional well-being. Are you ready? Well, let's dive right in. Our well-being at work stands tall 
as one of the major pillars of overall well-being. We all wear many hats and juggle various responsibilities, and work takes up a significant portion of our lives. In fact, the average person spends about a third of their lifetime at work. Work takes many forms and meanings, and it can range from traditional employment in physical locations or virtual locations, um, all the way to caring responsibilities for loved ones. And some people juggle all of these together. Work in all its different forms can significantly impact our overall well-being. It's time we acknowledge the importance of work well-being in our lives. Let's talk about what you should look for in a work well-being program, particularly for those in the traditional setting of working from home or from a, an office or from any other location. First and foremost, consider the physical well-being initiatives. Does your workplace offer access to fitness facilities or do they offer you some wellness workshops or do they actually encourage you to take regular breaks? Now, if it does, have you actually taken time to explore all of these options and use them? I can assure you this can go a long way with helping you feel and keep well physically and socially. Next, focus on mental health support. A good work well-being program should prioritize your mental health. They should be able to offer you counseling services or perhaps some stress management workshops and ways to reduce work-related stress. It can be a bit difficult for smaller businesses to achieve all of this. But often, people actually feel reluctant to use some of these facilities for various reasons, mainly concerns about confidentiality or perhaps finding time to actually attend some of these programs, or perhaps some people doubt how effective these sessions will be. Why not give it a try anyway? In the well-being conversations is also a scheme being encouraged with designated managers in most workplaces. This should really be a safe place to discuss you as an individual and how you're coping. Find out if there is one at your place of work. Some organizations have an employee assistance program. and They are crucial for providing confidential support for personal and work-related issues. Make use of this if available. A work well-being program should ideally be placing emphasis on activities that encourages your personal and professional growth. And this is where social connection, team building activities, flexible working arrangements, inclusivity and diversity all come in to make it a positive, thriving work environment. A place where your hard work is recognized, where you feel seen psychologically and heard as an individual and part of the team will boost your morale and overall well-being. Remember, we spend a lot of working hours. So why not, if you have these facilities, make use of them. 
they do make a difference to you, both at work and at home. Now, finally, feedback and communication are two-way streets. Look for workplaces that encourage open communication and feedback between employees and management without fear of judgment or reprisal. A work environment that values your happiness, success, and contribution is golden. To unlock the full potential of your workplace well-being program this week, ask yourself, Awareness. Are you aware of the fantastic well-being offers available at your workplace? These are all dedicated to promoting your health and overall well-being. Seize these opportunities to enhance your physical, mental and spiritual well-being. Now, why not be the change maker or a well-being champion yourself if you feel that your workplace could do more for your well-being? Don't wait for change to happen. Become the catalyst. Be the advocate for better initiatives and foster a culture of well-being in your workplace. Even amidst challenging circumstances, it is possible for you as an individual to create avenues for social connection and support for your work colleagues. And this can make a significant difference to someone's life, especially during tough times. Remember, well-being is also about what you bring into your community. I have had friends, work friends, who have made a difference to my working life. And recently I was reading about work best friends. Do you have a work best friend or are you want to reduce that mix between work and friendship? Well, I can assure you having a work friend can go a long way to making your time at work special. And if you're an employer, Investing in your employees' well-being, you will definitely reap the benefits. Now, consider some of these factors in your work well-being program and it can revolutionize your workplace. When you prioritize your workers' well-being, it can lead to a positive and thriving environment. Your employees feel satisfied, the productivity increases, and you can enhance your employee engagement and loyalty. Why not take the first step today in transforming your workplace into a haven of well-being? Together, we can cultivate a thriving and balanced existence for all. Next, I will dive in into the multifaceted world of physical well-being. To start with, it's essential for us to understand that well-being isn't solely about exercising more and eating healthy, even though this play crucial roles. And when I speak to different people, I often hear their frustrations. We've been constantly urged to exercise more, <laughs> especially when they face challenges like bad backs or knee problems or fatigue. Physical well-being is not just about physical activities or exercises. It's about getting into a rhythm of activities that you enjoy. Activities that promote a healthy and active lifestyle. The main idea here is actually incorporating a mix of these activities into your routine in order to achieve maximal benefits. Doing something is better than nothing at all. A routine you develop and manage to sustain can have a positive impact on your overall physical health and well-being. 
We all know about physical exercises and their benefits. We will talk about this in more details in another episode. But activities such as regular aerobic exercises, running, jogging, walking, swimming can help with your circulation and boost your mental health. Strengthening exercises like lifting weights, gardening, or lifting your shopping can actually build your muscle and bone strength and increase your lifespan. Balancing exercises would help to stop you from falling. Stretching or flexibility exercises. I love doing Pilates. <laughs> One day I might get my Pilates teacher to come on my podcast. But these stretching and flexibility exercises help to reduce muscle tension. And there's a number of recreational or outdoor activities which are also fantastic for your physical well-being. But remember, physical well-being encompasses physical activities and a lot more. Trust me, a number of these are easily achievable. We just need to be intentional about it. So how do you keep physically well? Let's explore some proactive ways to maintain your well-being. First and foremost, relaxation exercises. Yes, I use those two words together, relax and exercise. It's a form of physical well-being can work and it works wonders. It helps with relieving stress. A simple breathing exercise can make a world of difference in your overall well-being. Speaking of rest, getting enough good quality sleep is crucial for rejuvenating both your body, your mind and your spirits. Another essential aspect is breaking up periods of inactivity. Moving after sitting for 90 minutes can help improve your circulation and keep your body in motion. Now, I often suggest to people to try to get up and walk after every two hours of sitting down. And this is something that can be easily done, especially if you work from home. Also, learning to sit back in your chair and relax your shoulders down makes a whole load of difference. Now, this is another point I like talking about looking up at the sky whether it's during the day or at night, can have a profound impact on our well-being. There is a growing body of scientific evidence that suggests spending time observing the sky can offer numerous physical, mental, and emotional benefits. Incorporating sky gazing and spending time in green and blue spaces into our lives can help us experience a holistic improvement in our well-being. I suggest to people try looking up when and taking a walk or sitting in the car, of course, as a passenger. <laughs> Why not try changing your screensaver to incorporate some natural elements as well? It doesn't end there. Taking a proactive approach to your health means attending screening tests, doing your medical checkups. Preventive measures, powerful tools for helping you stay ahead of any potential health issues. Remember once again, your physical well-being isn't just exercise and diet. It's also about finding time to rest and recalibrate. Embrace some relaxation techniques that you can use daily. Deep breathing, listening to soothing music, meditation or mindfulness 
to create moments of serenity in your daily life. Cultivate a positive mindset and visualize your growth and progress. Finally, for today, let's take a look at your emotional and mental well-being. I have combined those two together because they are closely linked. I feel your emotional and mental well-being is about feeling good. It's about living happy and being healthy emotionally and also having a meaningful life. This may sometimes look unachievable consistently due to factors that are out of our control. But really, it's about taking small steps daily. And this would help to make the difference. It's not just firefighting all the time. We can aim to enter a place of rest from within. Firstly, by recognizing that we are emotional beings. And then secondly, understand it is natural to feel emotions. And finally, let go. Let go, letting go of some emotions can actually give us clarity. Here's a little secret to cultivating a balanced emotional well-being. It's not abnormal to be emotional. Expressing your feelings without any shame. It's unique to you. It's liberating. <laughs> I have coined a new term for this. Emotionality. <laughs> To feel emotionally well, here are some suggestions I have. Try connecting with others, either intentionally by meeting up with people or perhaps making contact with old friends once again. You know what? Even if you're an introvert like me, yes, I'm an introvert, <laughs> you can still feel connected to people from within. And one of the ways I have learned to do this is through the loving kindness meditation, and we will talk about this again in another episode. You will still get all the benefits of connecting because connection is a subjective feeling. You can connect with nature. I love hugging trees. It's such an incredible experience. Honestly, you should try it. And another way of connecting is connecting deeply with your spirituality. Embrace forgiveness, both for yourself and others. Keep learning. Pay attention to the present moment. Take notice of what's happening right now and here. Don't get lost in the future and future worries or anxieties or fears. And don't forget the joy of giving, the joy of generosity. We will be learning how others do this in the real world in subsequent episodes. Now, to help you reflect a bit better or a bit deeper on emotional well-being ask yourself some simple questions and it would help you gauge where you are how are you feeling today honestly how are you really feeling how do you want to feel or what do you want to feel have you had a chance to connect with others today socially have you learned anything new this week did you notice when worries started to creep in today Remember, your emotional and mental well-being is essential. And with a few simple steps you can take, you can nurture a happier and healthier you. We will embark on this journey together, discovering ways to keep emotionally well and living our best lives. Stay tuned for more amazing insights and tips to boost your well-being. Whoa, that's it for today. <laughs> 
Thank you for taking time to listen to today's episode. We've talked about your well-being from the perspectives of your work, well-being, physical and emotional aspects as well. I hope you've gained some valuable insights and practical tools to elevate your well-being. Remember, well-being is not a destination. It's an ongoing journey of self-discovery and self-care. Stay tuned for some more thought-provoking discussions in our next episode. Together, we can cultivate a thriving and balanced existence. I want to express my heartfelt gratitude to all our listeners and guests who have joined us on this enriching journey. Your presence has made this podcast truly special. Remember, it's never too late to prioritize your well-being. And you're not alone on this path to living life well. I'll be right here, cheering you on every step of the way. And I'm thrilled to have you here with me on this adventure. Be kind to yourself. And remember, it's okay to seek help and support when needed. Your well-being is a precious gift. Investing in it will not only enrich your life, but also empower you to be a positive force in the world. So buckle up, hit that subscribe button, and get ready to unlock the secrets to a thriving life. Keep exploring, keep growing, and keep on keeping well. Until next time. This is Jaye signing off. Take care and live life well. Bye.